You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, brought to you by Sound Talent Media, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I hope that you have been having a great week. I have been having a blast of a week. I am super stoked for the weekend coming up tomorrow. I can't wait to just relax, take it easy, hang out with my family. It is always my favorite thing to do after a hard week's work, and I hope that you guys get to do the same in case you missed it last night on vox and hops thirsty thursday virtual hang there is a big change coming in the world of thirsty thursday i love thirsty thursday virtual hangs but as the world is opening up it has been harder and harder for all of us to get together so I have decided to make Thirsty Thursdays a little bit different. Thirsty Thursday virtual hangs will for now be held on the first Thursday of each month. But it is not going to be a standard Thirsty Thursday virtual hang. It is actually going to be a live Vox and Hops episode recording featuring a previous guest of the Vox and Hops podcast. One of the Vox and Hops alumni will be there hanging out with us. And for the first 30 minutes of the Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday virtual hang, it will be a live interview. And then it's going to turn into a Q&A. And all of that is going to become a brand new Vox and Hops episode. Episode. So I'm super stoked about that. I've actually scheduled the first guests for this new version of Thirsty Thursdays, and that will be happening on October 1st, my first live Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday interview is with none other than the very first Vox and Hops guest ever, the great Danny Marino, the guitarist of The Agonist. I love Danny. He's the best. And uh, when I came up with this new idea of Thirsty Thursday... He was the first person that came to my mind. So stoked for that. So no Thirsty Thursdays coming up for the next few weeks, but there will be one on October 1st, and then we're going to be taking a break until the first Thursday of November. I love Thirsty Thursdays, as I said this. I love the group. I love the community. It is amazing, and I do not want to lose that, but I feel like everyone just has a little bit more things on their plate with the world opening up, and I want to give everyone a bit more space. On today's episode of Vox, and Hops. I'm with Christian Bonison of LLNN. Get ready. If you don't know this band, you've just discovered your new favorite band. Here it is. This is Vox and Hops, episode number 180. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today I'm with Christian Bonison of LLNN. How are you? It is very, very good to be with you. Uh, I have been a fan of your band for quite some time, and I always really, really enjoy getting the chance to sit down and talk with people that I am actually a huge fan of. So, so how are you? How are you doing? Let's just start with a nice, easy question today. <laughs> uh, yeah, first of all, thank you. That means a lot to me, uh, especially from the Cryptopsy lead singer. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big uh, big thing. I'm doing great. Uh, it's a nice, humid, warm day here in Denmark, <laughs> and I'm uh, chilling. It's, everything's great. <laughs> awesome, awesome. How did you uh, cope with uh, the social isolation during COVID-19, and how have you been coping with uh, the subsequent uh, deconfinement? 
Well, I haven't been coping at all because I'm an uh, essential worker. I uh, work with uh, special needs children. Really? So uh, if there's a pandemic, uh, autistic children don't give a fuck about that. So <laughs> that, that is very true. <laughs> so I've been I've been working the entire time. Wow, good for you. Uh, hats off and thank you for, for doing that. Uh, I also work in early childhood education, uh, so we have been working the whole time as well, but I was lucky and I got to work from home for a good portion of the early stages of COVID. So, uh, And that is true that children do not care that there's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but uh, as you know, I've, I've been missing playing music, uh, but we have been playing you know uh, at our rehearsal space but not live we had to like cancel a couple of shows but you know it's nice to miss it if you know uh, if you know what i mean <laughs> i do understand what you mean yeah we're gonna get back on stage and it's gonna be very exciting and very fresh and the goosebumps are gonna be there yeah i i, I believe that 100 percent. yes me too <laughs> Vox and Hops is all about me hanging out with my metal friends and talking about their lives, music, and craft beer. What what do you, what beer do you have on your side there, Christian? That you're going to share with me today? Well, I have a uh, Enter Night, kind of like a you know Metallica's beer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a super dope beer. I've had it before uh, from Stone Brewing, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Stone Brewing, Berlin. Yeah. I was going to uh, I was going to bring uh, something from uh, like a Danish brewery called uh, Dry and Bitter. Okay, no, I don't know but, that. But uh, no, it's great. It's, it's kind of a up and coming new one. Every every one of their bottles is like uh, designed to look like a old seventies prog rock album. Cool. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty nice. Very but cool. uh, I. I saw the drank them yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> this is uh, this yeah. So Metallica is what I'm going with today. So <laughs> awesome, awesome. Crack that open. I'm going to uh, present my beer of the day today. I'm going to be drinking Broken Sevens Vague Parfait. This is their American IPA. Uh, I love this brewery. They they sort of rebranded recently, and I love this new branding. Uh, 6.5% ABV. I'm going to crack it open. Let's talk a little bit about the the Danish craft beer scene, because I know that it's a world-renowned, thanks to McKellar. And uh, having toured there, I know that there's a bunch of other very, very interesting breweries going on. So what what is your take on the, the Danish craft beer scene? Well, you know, it's... It's actually been normalized so much. It's it's like a, you can buy craft beer everywhere now. It's it's so big in Denmark that uh, yeah, it, you you can't escape it. You know, so uh, especially with Megala, and uh, yeah, we got like big ass uh, beer festivals. I go to uh, I go to them every year, but I'm not really that. I I, I can say I I enjoy the craft beer, but I'm not that knowledgeable. <clears throat> but but uh, I got friends that kind of take me to all those kind of scenes, so I I drink a lot of craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to that! And uh, cheers to that! That's the second. No worries. And uh, another one that always catches my attention when I'm out in in Denmark is a uh, Kiss Mayer. I hope I say I hope I am saying that right. Cheers! cheers. It's kind of foamy. <laughs> Perfect pour. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm a bit nervous. So. No, no, no. We're just hanging out. Mm, this is nice. It's got a nice uh, hop bite to it. 
still very clean, uh, crisp, uh, absolutely delicious uh, Broken Seven. Check it out, people. Get it. Drink it. Enjoy it. Uh, Take me back to your youth when you were growing up uh, in your parents' and guardians' house. What music was playing when you were not in control of the music? Uh, Steal it, Dan. Nice. Yeah, you're not the first person to say that. (laughs) Uh, My my dad has always been Sabbath, uh, stuff like that, you know... uh, also Metallica and Genesis, a lot of prog rock. Uh, yeah, that's that's the sort of uh, sort of vibe. My mom was also really into ABBA, so I listened to a lot of ABBA. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and my, my cousin played uh, Death Mill, so uh, he, he kind of got me on that track back in the days. So yeah, it's, it's there's always been a lot of you know different music in my household. Do you remember the first show that you went and saw? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I think that was Gorefest and uh, Death or something when I was a kid. Wow. So you, you're starting up really high right there. Yeah, I, I didn't get it at all back then, <laughs> but it was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think the first show I went to by myself was uh, Catatonia, I think, yeah. a lot of years ago. It's like uh, in my early teens. Yeah. Take take me to your first time on stage. Do you remember your first show? No, I don't because I was so nervous. <laughs> I I can't I can't recall a second of it. Uh, I still get nervous like that, but I I know technically that I played uh, like uh, in a youth squad in uh, Copenhagen. That's that's since been closed. And the next show I ever played was actually opening for Torch and Baroness. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> I, I can't remember anything from that at all because I was so nervous. <laughs> How do you cope with these nerves now approaching when, you, when you're playing? Well, I, I got a lot of routine, but uh, they are still there. I see it like as a positive thing, you know? I, I haven't become jaded even after all these years. But I, I pace a lot around. I smoke a lot of cigarettes <laughs> and uh, maybe I uh, drink a beer or two just before, just to calm it, uh, calm a bit down. But uh, yeah, I just I just deal with it. There, there's no s- secret recipe or anything. Let's move forward to, to uh, Dead's your recent album that came out in 2018. I love it. I I stumbled upon it by chance as. A lot of things sort of happened in my life. I, I listen every week to Apple Music's new music suggestion for me, and I typically just put it on during the weekend while I'm cooking, because I cook for the week. I prep for the week always. And the track played, I think it was Armada played. And uh, immediately I was like, what is this? Go turn it, like it, <laughs> take the album, and then just listen to it again and again and i love it because it takes you somewhere it's more than just the aggressive it has movements uh take me to the when you guys constructed this album when you were writing it uh, is that something that was important for you guys for it to have movements so that it, it sort of breathes almost this album i love it yeah uh, that's actually a, a huge part of our songwriting process because uh we we write music kind of differently uh than you typically would do in a, like a rock band structure, because uh, we only got one guitar. We need to make a lot of space for the for the synths, and uh, we usually add the synths after we recorded everything. Uh, 
so we kind of need to like uh, make it dynamic and leave a lot of space for the synths. So we we kind of fall into all that stuff, you know, automatically because we can't just be brutal all the time if you want to play that kind of music. Of course, you can with other kinds of music, but it's like uh, the way we write songs. It kind of lends itself to that we uh, that we make these big gaps and we we make you know movements in the music. As sometimes Katel, our synth player. He plays with us, but uh, mostly it's like sound ma- manipulation he does afterwards. Very so, cool. Uh, yeah. Very, very cool. It must almost feel you never know if a song is good until you get to the, that synth part of writing it, though. It must be strange writing songs in that way. It, it, it is, actually. Is you, kinda have, you really have to trust your instinct uh, with that because, you know, the, your first instinct would be to, like, pile on guitar parts and make it more... Um, uh, lots of vocals and stuff like that because there's something ov- obviously something missing but uh so we we kind of have to like trust our instincts that that this will be good enough and uh and we leave a we leave appropriately uh, appropriately uh, the amount of room that Ketel needs to like to do his thing and uh yeah <laughs> that's uh, that's how we do it it's it, it's really stressful we're we're writing the next one right now and we were like oh shit man <laughs> with the same <laughs> the same problems again you know it's like is this good uh, we don't know <laughs> it must be hard to know like when you guys have finished your parts too like when when can when should you stop yeah exactly uh but we you kind of have to let it go you know at some point uh but uh, before we uh, we record everything live, by the way. Wow! So old school, I love uh, it. Yeah, because uh, that's just way more economic here in Denmark. <laughs> and uh, the drummer and I have like done that ever since we started playing. So we can like book a studio in four or five days, maybe less. Uh, I think we made beds in three days. Really? We rec- yeah, recorded it in three days. So uh, so we don't have to. Uh, you know, spent copious amounts of money on being in the studio, you know? That's a, that's really, really interesting. So you guys have to be crazily r- prepared and prepped. We are. We are. So uh, the, the you know, the rehearsals before going to the studio are, are usually pretty brutal, uh, almost uh, day-long affairs. And uh, we, we usually have to, like... Uh, you know when uh, when we record the songs it's we, we we are not going to spend more than two or three takes on uh, on each song wow we need to get it done uh, at that amount of time you know do you do your vocals afterwards though yeah okay yeah yeah because that would be, uh, that would uh, be a bit much that to do it all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that so, <laughs> but when we record it that way it gives me some time to like uh do the vocals. Uh, I'm I'm not really that trained while doing it in the studio. I tend to blow myself out, so I try, uh, try to ration it. Uh, I don't do that live, but uh, I don't know if there's something about the pressure of being in the studio that I just I, I just blow my voice out. It's the microscope, the microscope right on you in that exact moment. You know, and everyone's just watching, and you're trying to give it your all. Yeah, you're gonna have to try to figure that out and protect your voice <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's just like everything i know goes out the window you know <laughs> <laughs> well it sounds it sounds amazing and uh i wanted to touch on exactly that how did you 
start screaming? Is it really, was it something that was out of a happenstance, out of a necessity because you needed a vocalist? Or was it something that you were passionate about? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's actually both. Uh, and I, I, I've become passionate about it. I, I, did, I very much didn't enjoy it starting out because I, I think it's a terrible thing to do to your body, <laughs> screaming <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> I, I get so tired. Uh, but uh, back in the day, uh, the drummer and I used to play in another band and I would like do back, uh, backing vocals. And uh, once that band stopped, I kind of like uh, got the idea that maybe I should be the vocalist. And uh, then we did that, and I, <laughs> I, I, I was really regretting it, and I'm regretting it the, the first couple of years. <laughs> but I'm actually pretty comfortable in. The <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable in that role now. I, I love being a vocalist. Now. Nice, nice. I, I being being an early childhood educator, I've uh, discovered and realized that my stage persona communication to the crowd is facilitated through my experience working with young children. Is that, do you find that same thing working with young uh, children on the spectrum? You know, I'm, I'm a pretty jovial, uh, happy guy when I'm not on stage. It's something it's like, that that wouldn't be very nice if I was like. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I I I don't I don't really think that I'm that good at talking to crowds or something like that. I I usually try to avoid it because uh, I you know with our band we we have like a certain kind of vibe yes. and if I'm goofing around. Which I, I'm I'm known to do. <laughs> it it kind of takes people out of it, you know. <laughs> there is an atmosphere with you guys, and that's true. And uh, you, you have to. You're, it's actually lucky for you that you can do that. <laughs> it's it's a sort of bands like uh, Cult of Luna. They don't have to speak very often to the crowd. It's more of an immersive experience. Whereas yeah, for exactly. myself, uh, an extreme metal band, you have to. Uh, create that energy with the crowd that symbiosis so, yeah. so you, you 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 lucked out there <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it's definitely something that kind of follows the the kind of music we play right the post mill you have to be kind of shoegazing and and look angry while doing it. angry shoegazing <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah take me to this new record that you're writing right now uh, you guys released uh, just about something every year from 2016 till 2018. Now you've taken two years. Is that because you guys were, were touring it or is it because yeah. uh, you wanted to just get more deep with it? Yeah, we, we were touring it. And uh, uh, two of the guys in the band has just become fighters as well. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So uh, we, uh, we, we've been chilling, but... Since everything happened here with the corona, we started actually uh, writing the album earlier. Good. Than we, than we usually would. Uh, so we're like six songs in now. Good. Very pretty good. much. Which is a lot for us because we usually just record what we make. So uh, it's, it's kind of new. Uh, so back, back when, it all, when we knew everything would shut down, we just, okay, I, I told the guys, you know, I'm, I'm just going to stop writing now then. So we at least could get something out of this. Uh, we're going to record here in November, so we we are way ahead than we usually are, uh, and hopefully at that it will make a even better record. Uh, 
as long as we don't labor too much uh, around it, fuck, uh, fuck around it, with, you kind of kind of have to stop at some point, right? So <laughs> that is the hard part. That is the hardest thing to do. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, and but so far it's going great. We uh, we we started here. Uh, I think maybe a month ago, and um, we've just been. I I got lots of riffs and uh, we got full songs. They might not be what we record later, but uh, it's a start, you know. Uh, that's pretty great for us. We actually uh, we we usually uh, we kind of get surprised every time we need to uh, record an album. Oh shit! It's in three months. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. But uh, we we we're in much better, uh, you know. We uh, we have better time now, and uh, yeah, uh, hopefully it, it'll be better because of it. I don't know. Let let's see. <laughs> awesome, awesome. What would be a dream tour for LLNN? Unless you've already done it, and I don't know it. Uh... A dream tour, you guys, <laughs> and uh, maybe a band called Frontier. You know those? You know those guys? Yes, I do. I do know those guys. I like them very, very much, actually. Yes. I, I would love to tour Will, uh, Will Haven. It's like a Will Haven. See, I don't know them, Ben. That's very interesting. They, they're like uh, they're from Sacramento. Uh, they kind of like toured with Deftones back in the days. Cool. It's like a very, a very heavy, uh, groovy stuff. I don't know how to, how to describe it. They're actually pretty. Uh, we have a lot of similarities, Elodin uh, and uh, Wilhaven. Awesome. Totally going to check that out. Tell me about the worst day that you've had on tour. Uh, the worst day I ever had on tour, that's like in 2010, I think. Uh, we were touring in uh, in England with my old band in, uh, in Great Britain. And I went out to the bus because I, I got nervous and I saw a bus driver smoke heroin. <laughs> yeah. No and, uh, way. I, that, that wasn't a very great day. <laughs> and we had to like wait two days before we could, uh, we could kick him off tour. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of worry that back then. <laughs> Did you go and tell all the guys? Yeah, I told all the guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 would really, really freak me out and piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here, same here. Uh, he actually came back later at the tour uh, at at the latest uh, date, and, and and actually trashed our bus with a baseball bat because he was very unhappy about we, we, that we kicked him off the tour. <laughs> His whole reputation is ruined. And he probably can't drive buses anymore. But you know, don't don't fucking smoke heroin, people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" He, he looked at me. and He's like, "It's for my back. <laughs> that, has to, that has to be some hell, one hell of a back injury, you know." <laughs> Unbelievable. So, yeah, that's horrible. Uh, being from such a rich land of uh, craft beer. Uh, have you ever imagined or wanted to have a LLNN craft beer collaboration with a brewery? Yeah, I, 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 I would love that. That's, you know, uh, that way, that's actually a, a low-key big dream of mine. <laughs> It'd be so nice to have our own beers, you know. So, so what, what, what style of beer would this be and what would it be called? Uh, I, I prefer like Pilsner's. Uh, so 
I go after that, but maybe a pilsner that's like nine percent or something. <laughs> if that's even manage, uh, doable, uh, we probably call it the Sulaco, like the the ship from Aliens. Yes, hey, that's that's super cool. Yes, something something from Alien. <laughs> <laughs> that would be super super cool, uh, Christian. Uh, one last question: When you are hungover, what do you do? What is your hangover cure? There's two hangover cures for me: more beer. That usually works, uh, or Burger King. If I'm if I'm really uh, if if everything sucks for me, I uh, I I, I kind of like crave Burger King like, <laughs> like a selfie or something like that. If I get a, if I get a double whopper or something, I I'm usually good. <laughs> That's perfect <laughs> for, for the rest of the day. <laughs> Christian, thank you so so much uh, for taking the time. Sit down with me, talk about your life, talk about metal, and talk about craft beer. I really really appreciate it. Thank you so so much. Everyone, go listen to L L N N. They got new music on the way, which makes me very happy. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. Cheers. Thank you. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. I cannot tell you how many technical issues we had with this episode, which is why it's a little bit shorter than most Vox and Hops episodes, but I still had a great chat with Christian, and I am an absolutely huge fan of LLNN, which is why I set up this interview. You guys should absolutely check out this band if you do not know who they are. The vibe, the journey, the chug, I love it. You guys should check it out. Another Pelagic Gem. Such a great band. Just go check it out. I am super stoked about this new record that they are working on right now. And you should be too. I hope you guys have a great weekend. As I mentioned, take the time. Sit back. Relax with your family. I'll be back at you with two episodes brought to you by Sound Talent Media. But until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hopsheads. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! <laughs>